Shot 19 of The Right Way to Do Wrong, an expose of successful criminals. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Leanne Howlett. The Right Way to Do Wrong, an expose of successful criminals by Harry Houdini. Shot 19. Houdini. How does he do it? That is the usual question I hear asked about my work in the theatre. No, dear reader, it is not my purpose to tell you how I open locks, how I escape from a prison cell into which I have been locked, having previously been stripped naked and manacled with heavy irons. I do not intend to tell you in this book how I escape from the trunk or the tightly corded and nailed up box in which I have been confined, or how I unlock any regulation handcuff that can be produced. Not yet. Some day I may tell all this, and then you will know. At present I prefer that all who see me should draw their own conclusions. But exactly how I accomplish these things I shall still leave you to guess, gentle reader. I should not want you to go into the show business. It's a hard life, so they say. Have you ever been stuck at it? I think I hear you ask. Not yet. I have had some pretty close calls, but have always pulled through somehow. The nearest I ever came to giving in was during my engagement at Blackbourne, England. There I offered a prize to the man who could fasten me in such a way that I could not escape. One man accepted my challenge. He was an instructor in athletics and was out for blood. He evidently looked upon my challenge as a personal affront to him. At any rate, he started in to shackle me. He first handcuffed my hands in front, then locked elbow irons, the chain of which went behind my back. Then he handcuffed my legs, and after this bent me backward and chained my back and feet together. I had to kneel down. Every chain and handcuff was fitted to the limit. I started in, but at the end of an hour I suffered so under the strain that I asked to be let out. My back was aching, my circulation was stopped in my wrists, and my arms became paralyzed. My opponent's only reply was, This is a bet. Cry quits or keep on. The music hall where I was playing was packed, and while watching me became fairly wild. I kept on, but I was only about half conscious. Every joint in my body was aching, and I had but little use of my arms. I asked as a favor that he free my hands long enough for the circulation to start again, but he only laughed and exclaimed, This is no love affair. This is a contest. Say you are defeated and I'll release you. I gritted my teeth and went at it once more. For two hours and a half I exerted myself, fighting for my professional good name. In the meanwhile the audience was cheering itself hoarse. Some cried, Give it up, and others, Keep on, you'll do it. I don't believe any such scene was ever acted in a theater. The house was crazy with excitement, and I was covered with blood brought on by my exertion to release myself and chafing irons. But I did it. I got free of every chain and handcuff. Then they had to carry me off the stage, and I suffered from the effects for months afterwards. As for the prison cell, I have never been locked in one I could not open. I have had the honor of making my escape from securely locked cells in jails, prisons, and police stations in almost every large city in the world, and under the most rigid conditions. The chiefs of police, the wardens, the jailers, the detectives, and citizens who have been present at these tests know that they are real and actual. 
Perhaps the most historic American feat that gained for me the most notoriety was my escape, January 1906, from cell 2, Murderer's Row, in the United States Jail at Washington, D.C., from the very cell in which Gatou, the assassin of President Garfield, was confined until he was led forth to be hanged. Since my return from abroad, October 1905, I have escaped after being locked up in a nude state from cells in New York City, Brooklyn, Detroit, Rochester, Buffalo, Washington, Baltimore, Philadelphia, Providence, and city tombs in Boston and Lowell. In all cases I submitted to a close search, being stark naked and heavily manacled into the cell, which was also thoroughly searched. I am an American by birth, born in Appleton, Wisconsin, USA, on April 6, 1873. To my lot has fallen more experiences, more strange adventures, more ups and downs in my thirty-three years of life than to most men. When about nine years of age, my mother, to whom I am greatly attached, apprenticed me to a mechanic to learn that trade. But, after an uneventful term with the tools of the trade, I resolved to see the world with my own eager eyes. So I ran away from home, and in this way made an early acquaintance with the corrugated side of life. I joined a small circus and soon learned to conduct the Punch and Judy show, to do a ventriloquial act, and to play town clown on the bars, gall darn it. I also doubled in brass, that is, I beat the cymbals. I here gained the experiences that possibly ripened me into the world's handcuff king and prison breaker, a title which I have justly earned. But there was a time when I was not recognized as I am now. Those were the days of small things. That was in the Middle West. After that, London and an engagement at the Alhambra. After that, everywhere on the continent and all over America. I have not yet been to Australia. I do not wish to be so far away from my mother. While touring Germany, I brought suit against the police and a newspaper because they said my act was not genuine. I won the case. To have lost it would have meant ruin. Again, in Russia, I was bound by the officials of the spy police and locked in a Siberian transport cell. Had I failed to escape, I would have been compelled to journey to Siberia, as the key that locks these cells does not open them. The Governor-General in Siberia has the only key to open them. I was out in twenty minutes. If there were more room in this book, I would like to tell you of the many places in which I have played, both in America and Europe. I have many certificates from police officials. I was almost too busy to write this book, although I have been collecting the material for a long time. But now I am pleased it is written, and trust it may please you. I believe that the reading of this book will so familiarize the public with the methods of the criminal classes that it will enable law-abiding citizens to protect themselves from the snares of the evildoer. I hope it will warn you away from crime and all evil doing. It may tell the right way to do wrong, but as I said in the beginning, all I have to say is, don't. Metal Illustrated is the result of my winning the contest from the H. Siegel Company, Expert Packers. And Mr. B. F. Keith, by the way, also presented me with a most magnificent and costly Tiffany timepiece during my engagement in Boston. Sincerely yours, Harry Houdini. End of shot 19. Recording by Leanne Howlett.